Blue Rose. One. On a stifling summer day, the two youngest of the five Beavers' children, Harry and Little Eddie, were sitting on cane-backed chairs in the attic of their house on South Sixth Street in Palmyra, New York. Their father called it the upstairs junk room, as this large, irregular space was reserved for the boxes of tablecloths, stacks of diminishingly sized girls' winter coats, and musty old dresses Mary Rose Beavers had mummified as testimony to the superiority of her past to her present. A tall mirror that could be tilted in its frame, an artifact of their mother's one-time glory, now revealed to Harry the rear of Little Eddie's head. This object, looking more malleable than a head should be, was just peeking above the back of the chair. Even the back of Little Eddie's head looked tense to Harry. Listen to me, Harry said. Little Eddie squirmed in his chair, and the wobbly chair squirmed with him. You think I'm kidding you? I had her last year. Well, she didn't kill you, Little Eddie said. Course not. She liked me, you little dummy. She only hit me a couple of times. She hit some of those kids every single day. But teachers can't kill people, Little Eddie said. At nine, Little Eddie was only a year younger than he, but Harry knew that his undersized, fretful brother saw him as much a part of the world of big people as their older brothers. Most teachers can't, Harry said. But what if they live right in the same building as the principal? What if they won teaching awards? Hey, and what if every other teacher in the place is scared stiff of them? Don't you think they can get away with murder? Do you think anybody really misses a snot-faced little brat? A little brat like you? Mrs. Franken took this kid, this runty little Tommy Goles, into the cloakroom, and she killed him right there. I heard him scream. At the end, it sounded just like bubbles. He was trying to yell, but there was too much blood in his throat. He never came back, and nobody ever said boo about it. She killed him, and next year she's going to be your teacher. I hope you're afraid, little Eddie, because you ought to be. Harry leaned forward. Tommy Goles even looked sort of like you, little Eddie. Little Eddie's entire face twitched as if a lightning bolt had crossed it. In fact, the young Goals boy had suffered an epileptic fit and been removed from school, as Harry knew. Mrs. Franken especially hates selfish little brats that don't share their toys. I do share my toys, little Eddie wailed, tears beginning to run down through the delicate smears of dust on his cheeks. Everybody takes my toys, that's why. So give me your ultra-glide roadster, Harry said. This had been little Eddie's birthday present, given three days previously by a beaming father and a scowling mother. Or I'll tell Mrs. Franken as soon as I get inside that school this fall. Under its layer of grime, little Eddie's face went nearly the same white-gray shade as his hair. An ominous slamming sound came up the stairs. Children, are you messing around up there in the attic? Get down here. We're just sitting in the chairs, Mom, Harry called out. Don't you bust those chairs. Get down here this minute. Little Eddie slid out of his chair and prepared to bolt. 
I want that car, Harry whispered, and if you don't give it to me, I'll tell Mom you were fooling around with her old clothes. I didn't do nothing, little Eddie wailed and broke for the stairs. Hey, Mom, we didn't break any stuff, honest, Harry yelled. He bought a few minutes more by adding, I'm coming right now, and stood up and went toward a cardboard box filled with interesting books he had noticed the day before his brother's birthday, and which had been his goal before he had remembered the roadster and coaxed little Eddie upstairs. When, a short time later, Harry came through the door to the attic steps, he was carrying a tattered paperback book. Little Eddie stood quivering with misery and rage just outside the bedroom the two boys shared with their older brother, Albert. He held out a small blue metal car, which Harry instantly took and eased into a front pocket of his jacket.